This week, we'll hear about a member of our community who made a flogger out of something very personal. We'll talk about the ins and outs of sensation play, and we'll answer a question from a bisexual gentleman about the female perspective on sounding. We'll also explain what the hell sounding is. Yeah, what the hell is sounding? Welcome to Leather and Love, a podcast devoted to the intersection between kink and other parts of your life. On this show, we demystify the kink world by talking about the ways in which kink and the mainstream can coexist. I'm Miss Aurora. And I'm Miss Teresa. Leather and Love. We always like to start the show with a pervertible or an everyday household item you can turn into a kink toy because it's the best way to bring the mainstream and the kink together, in our opinion. But we wanted to get our Incredible Girl community involved, so we put a question to them about their favorite pervertibles on our Incredible Girl Facebook page, and some of the responses were very interesting. (laughs) We're going to be sharing these with you over the next couple of episodes, and the first one was definitely one of our favorites. Someone from our community said, A foot of my own hair made into a small flogger, and my grandfather's old doctor's bag is my as my main toy bag are her favorite things. Okay, first of all, I think it's really weirdly sweet that her kink bag is her grandfather's old doctor's bag. It's like like a reminder of family, but also like part of your kink life. I think that's really interesting. I, cool. I was thinking that's cute too. Or like you're bringing you're bringing your grandfather with you into your scene or like into your play party. Which kind of just adds to the kink in a weird way. <laughs> it it's does. like, hey, whatever floats your boat. No, but I, I do think that's sweet. And it's, it's, uh, it it's part of the intimacy. Sweet. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely bringing a part of yourself and your, your background and your whatever into your kink life. Speaking of bringing yourself, <laughs> like pieces of yourself into your kink life. Let's talk about the other part of what she said, which uh-huh. was a foot of her own hair. I know. That's super f- interesting. I at w- least it wasn't her pubic hair. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> at least. Um, yeah, if you're getting it to a foot long, I mean, that, first of all, that's impressive. And I would love to see the person who that's could do true. that. Making your own hair into a flogger. First of all, I can't, like, I can barely do a braid properly. So like the fact that this person is creating a flogger that's like effective and she said a small flogger so you know it's not like your your anything that you'd see in the store but I don't know what do you think the sensation would be of that it's probably really nice I mean have you ever like had somebody brush their hair over your skin or it's soft it's yeah I mean unless you have kind of bristly hair like a beard or like I said pubic hair (laughs) but like hair from your head or your eyelashes butterfly kisses yeah super soft yeah I think yeah, and well, and and but also like imagine if you had a braid and you were like flogging somebody yeah. with a braid. Like I'd be curious actually if this person is listening and they want to follow up. I don't know if they still have this flogger that they made of their own Ooh, hair. Ooh, a photo! I would love a photo if you could post that in the Incredible Girl Facebook group, and we'll be giving you all these links. Uh, you know, you can find us everywhere. Post a photo and or tell us how you made it. Like, what was was it made of braids? Was it? Oh, true. A loop. Like, huh. what What did it look like? Because I'm very curious as to mm-hmm. what the sensation was that this person was going for. I was just imagining loose hair, like, all tied together in one end. But you're right. It could be, like, multiple braids or one braid or, oh, my gosh, that's a lot. There's, there's so many different things yeah. you can do with hair. Although, yeah, you're right. If you just tied it together, it would be 
the equivalent of like those uh, floggers that are kind of more suede feeling Mm -hmm. um, or -hmm. something like that. Whereas you have like the harder leather ones or the vegan leather ones, um, Mm -hmm. which I know we're fans of here. But like the the kind of harder, um, I'm forgetting the name of like, so there's the handle and there's the tails, I guess the... Like a single tail whip or like yeah. a... Those can be harder or softer depending on what they're made of. Is so, it deer skin? I think deer skin is the softest, but I don't. I don't play with animal hides, so. Yes, Miss Aurora is not a fan of uh, of using animal products. I don't think I am either. I think you know, we might disagree on other stuff, but I feel like there's no need for it in kink. Like, yes, we're called leather and love, but no real leather. No animals were harmed in the making of this podcast. <laughs> Faux leather and love. Faux leather and love. We're going to change the name of this podcast tomorrow. But now let's talk about different sensations because Mm. um, so often when people think of BDSM and kink, they immediately go to thoughts of like pain or bondage or Mm. stuff like that. But the kink world offers a a variety of sensations that you can explore to dominate or to be submissive under. I feel like kink really is about exploring sensations, whether it's like a hard or intense sensation or a soft sensation. It's kind of like a sensation playground. Yes. <laughs> um, well, let me ask you then, what are some of your favorite sensations? I like pokey things like vampire gloves. Ooh, what are vampire gloves? You don't know what vampire gloves I are? I don't. <gasps> They're gloves and they have little spiky things that are like poked through from the inside so that it feels like you have, like somebody has pins poking you. When they touch you. So they're coming out through the glove. Through the glove. Mm-hmm. On on like your fingertips or... The thing you touch mm-hmm. feels the sensation of the pokey thing. Yeah, right. But it's mm-hmm. they're, they're sticking out from like your finger. So you lie your, you lie your hand flat on mm-hmm. the person and they will feel the yeah. pokey thing sticking them. Yeah. I like those. Those are fun. They feel nice. Uh, I'm trying well, to think. Well, else. you were a big fan of the fondue fork last I week. I know. Yeah, I am. I am a fan of, and, and this is more getting into like impact play and whatnot, which is when, you know, spanking, hitting, punching, all of that good stuff. There's a different sensation between stingy and thuddy. Stingy is when when it feels like it's stinging you, like you, you get kind of like a burn. So when you're hit with a paddle, if it's only touching a part of you as opposed to a broader area on your body, it can feel more like a sting, whereas a thuddy sensation is more dull covers more area generally and it's it's harder but it's less um it's less stingy but i tend to prefer thuddy things so Hmm. rather than so you um, prefer a hairbrush over a cane yes Mm -hmm. i am not a fan of canes i like the sound of canes though but canes especially on the feet bastinado that doesn't feel good i made the mistake of letting somebody at domcon hit my feet because that's what he wanted to give us a donation for. And I was like, well, he's giving us a donation in the name of our project. So, okay, I'll let him, I'll let him hit my feet with this cane. And he, he took one whack and I was like, ow! <laughs> no fucking way! <laughs> and that's when Aurora discovered another hard limit. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but see, she was game. She tried it, did not like it, probably will never do it again. It's true. But I know what it feels like, and I can do it on somebody else if I want to create that sensation. Yeah. No, and, and that's um, uh, something important, too, is is very often um, a dom that is starting out, you know, when you're apprenticing under an experienced dom, mm-hmm. you generally have to sub first in order to kind of learn what things feel like to other people. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to to kind of gauge how you're hitting someone or, or doing something to somebody without knowing 
firsthand kind of what that would do to somebody. Yeah, you know what else they did at that same DomCon? We had a fundraising booth at the convention. Yeah, which is the <clears throat> premier convention for specifically geared toward pro-doms. Mm-hmm. Excuse the noise. It's my dog trying to get up off the floor. Floor, he slipped. Sorry, buddy. Aw. <laughs> He's our mascot. <laughs> um, he also farts a lot. So we were at this convention. We were doing a spanking booth fundraiser. And next to us was another booth, and they were selling all kinds of toys. There were these things my friend calls a sadistic, though I don't know that that's the universal term for them. But it's a small handle with this piece of metal that sticks out the top of the handle. And then at the top of that is this bead that's like cute like a heart or a star or a rainbow and I was like oh it's so cute and I picked it up and what you do is you hold it next to somebody's skin and you pull the bead back and flick it I was looking at it and the the store owner came over she's like have you tried one of these before and I was like no she's like you want me to try it on you and I was like "Mm, okay sure why not so I rolled up my sleeve and I gave her my forearm and she flicked it onto my forearm And I felt like I'd been branded. (laughs) Oh my God. It was a delayed reaction. At first I felt nothing. And then all of a sudden it was like my arm exploded into fire. And then it left a bruise for like three weeks. And I had this nice little branded star in my arm for three weeks. Wow. Oh, those are intense. That is, uh, and that is the the uh, side effect. <laughs> the side that is the sting. Yes, that is that is the opposite of thuddy. I have another friend who uses peeled ginger root as a butt plug. That is intense. Yes. Oh Talk my god. Talk about stingy. <laughs> Yowza! I'm like the only thing worse I think would be to like use a jalapeno. Ice Jeez. is good though. Ice is great. Yeah. Um, ice is. Uh, a very popular um, way to have cold sensation and also wet sensation. That's like two for the price of one. (laughs) Um, There's also, you know, sensory deprivation. There's taking Mm. away senses. So, you know, you have, you know, your blindfolds. Doing stuff that isn't visible is really, really heightened, both in the way that it feels and also the anticipation of it. So you Mm -hmm. keep people off guard if they're blindfolded. They know something's coming, but they don't know when. So they're constantly on a state of alert. That's a different way to play with senses than than even just feeling it. It's the anticipation of it and the, the fear of it. There's also tickling, right? Yes. Because tickling is like, you wouldn't necessarily think would be part of the scene as something, yeah. but like... Oh, such a part of the scene. Tickling someone is absolute like power exchange. It's cute, but like think who's in the power seat. You pull that out on a sub too, especially if they're ticklish like on their feet, ribs, oh armpits. God. Yeah, and and you know how whenever you've been tickled by anyone, there's always that point where you're like laughing, laughing, and then you're like, stop, stop. And then in a dumb sub scene, they're like, they're not going to stop until they're ready. And Um, then you start crying, (laughs) and you're like, stop. And it becomes scary because they're not stopping. (laughs) And that's when people are trying to torture you in a not fun way. Um, Again, as we mentioned last week, all of this is consensual, so you know that this is happening. But you like the torture of being tickled mercilessly. Tickle torture. Tickle torture. You can also use things like feathers or other like light implements. If somebody's Mm -hmm. blindfolded especially, that's great because you can like tickle them all over their body when they can't see it coming. So there's like the added torture of not knowing that it's coming and then being tickled. Oh my God, Mm. there's nothing better. You know what else is good? Writing on people with a pen or like a Sharpie. That's definitely sensation, and that can feel really good. They come out of their their subspace or whatever, and they've they've got, they've got like all sharpie sorts of all over their body, sharpie all over them. <laughs> they've got your novel written all over them, your, your grocery list all over them. 
some of these these sensations are pretty tame. Uh, they can be very not tame, depending on how intense you get with them. They're certainly on the the less extreme side of the spectrum. Mm. We've got some other sensations that we wanted to bring up that are on the more extreme side. There is a oh. an activity <laughs> called sounding, mm. which if you are in the kink community already, you might have heard of. For those who are not in the community or who are just starting out, Aurora, why don't you explain what sounding is? Because I'm not going to do it. So it's basically sticking a metal rod in somebody's urethra. There's different sized rods, so sometimes they're really thin and sometimes they're fat. Sometimes they are electrically charged. I saw a demo with that once. I felt like I had a penis and I had to protect it. But you were saying that the, because I remember you telling me this before we started recording, that uh, the Dom was like super into it. And this, obviously the sub was super into it as well. Oh, at the demo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were doing a demo. So I had this experience where I went to a play party and I sat down on a couch. I had a sub ask if he could sit down next to me and I was like sure and then a few minutes later he pulls out this like leather case and he unzips it he opens it and there's probably I don't know eight different sized rods in it he's like ma'am would it be okay if I use these here and I was like yeah I've actually not really had much experience with sounding and so I sat and watched while he methodically put these rods in his dick yeah and I had this feeling of like (laughs) oh my god, like, my pussy hurts for you. And then there was, like, some other dom who came over who was super into it and was helping him and started, you know, basically jerking him off with the the rod in his dick. Interesting. And I asked him, I was like, so what does that feel like? And he's like, it feels like an orgasm. He really enjoyed it. Yeah. And, I mean, he was putting in, like, you know, half an inch rod in his... Urethra. He'd been doing it Jeez. for like 20 years. Like he was into it for a really long time. Yeah, no, this is this is definitely advanced play. This yeah, is something yeah, yeah. that you, you would not necessarily do in BDSM 101, but you might see in the community happening around you. So it's something that you should be aware of just to know that that's a possible thing that you might encounter mm. in your view. And actually, this is a great segue into a question. We always like to comb around and see what people are asking about kink uh, mm. on the internet and elsewhere. We saw a question from a Reddit user called Foxy1011. And this person asked, I'm a young bisexual male who has recently developed an interest in urethral sounding. I've met several guys that are into it. However, I haven't come across any girls that are. So my question to you girls is, what are your thoughts on urethral sounding? I'm mostly referring to the male receiving, but hey, if you like receiving too, dot, dot, dot. You kind of started talking about this, but uh, how do you feel about it in general? Like, would you ever give that to a sub? Is that something that you're willing to to be more hands-on about? Haha, <laughs> hands-on. <laughs> So if I were hands-on, first I would put on gloves, mm-hmm. especially if it was somebody I wasn't intimate with. Right. Safety first. Safety first. You know, like the thought of it makes me squeamish, but I think if I were with somebody who was really into it and they encouraged me along, so really essentially I'd be a service top in that, mm-hmm. I could do it. And that's how I feel about extreme impact play too. Like I can do it if the sub is really into it and they're they're like – Thank you, Mistress Moore. You know, like, if that's their response, then I can go harder. But generally, I like to play pretty safe. Mm -hmm. So it's not something I'm super comfortable with, but with the right kind of coaxing, I could do. And with a partner that you know, that you've kind of gotten to know, it wouldn't be something that you would necessarily do at a play party with someone you just met. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, no. Absolutely not. No, that's that's smart. And I think, for me, it's kind of similar. It's And it's interesting that you brought up... um, 
impact play as an example, like hard impact play as an example for something else that you're kind of not thrilled about, but that you'll do. Mm -hmm. Um, Because for me, like... Hard impact play is something that I actually enjoy. I get as much pleasure out of going hard on someone as they do in receiving it. So Mm. like if I have somebody who really is into it, I'm like, yes, power trip, let's do this. I feel the same way you do about sounding in that it's not my personal favorite at all. It's not something that I, that would bring me joy or, or arouse me to do. But if I know that my partner that I'm with is super into it and we have a relationship, I would be willing to to do that. So it'd be, I guess, kind of a soft limit it would qualify as. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. um, something that with the right encouragement for somebody that I care about or somebody that I, you know, that I, I've been with for a while, I would be willing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I think you should explain service top because I think mm-hmm. that's the first time we've, we've used that phrase on the show. A service top is basically somebody who serves a bottom at the request of the bottom rather than being the dominant person they are providing a service Mm -hmm. for a bottom so i wouldn't call them a submissive like a submissive wouldn't ask for that because a submissive person is a submissive yeah but someone who was playing the bottom and who wants to direct it be like hey will you do this for me yeah that would make you a service top another term to kind of define as we go along uh is a switch A switch is someone who feels comfortable and enjoys being either the top or the bottom. Mm -hmm. And I think a switch would make a good service top in that they're being submissive in that they're being asked to do it, but they're doing a top action is what I meant. So they're doing like the spanking or the sounding or the whatever. They're performing the action of a top, but they're behaving like a bottom in that they're Mm -hmm. being asked or told to do it. I think that's interesting too, that like the difference between top and bottom is so much more about your mental state than it is about like what you're doing physically because mm-hmm. and, and you hear all about like uh subs topping from the bottom right and which which is looked down upon that's a frowny don't do that well unless you know because th- there's different ways to be a sub and there's different ways to be a dom and yeah uh whenever i'm a sub i like being a bratty sub there are certain ways in which you can do that but you don't want to take over the scene either especially if you're with a dom who's dominant, um, you don't necessarily want to tell them what to do. The entire point mm-hmm. is that you are under their control for the length of a scene or... And you're not being a sub. Yeah, then then why'd you show up? Like, <laughs> <laughs> But again, all of this stuff is like being very upfront about what you want and need so that in the middle of a scene, you're not just changing up on somebody and, and delivering something that neither one of you expected. Mm-hmm. So I kind of love that question though. Oh, the... um. The other thing to touch on is because uh, this person who asked the question brought up females receiving. And I thought it was great. We got this question, like I said, off Reddit. And uh, somebody brought up the fact that really, generally, it, it apparently is done. And some people have done it or tried it. But it's frowned upon for people with vaginas to to do this for the simple reason that uh, female urethras are shorter smaller Mm -hmm. they're not really (laughs) built the same way so they're well right because a female urethra doesn't come only pee's coming out of there so it's not built in the same way that a male urethra is a male urethra has like a tunnel okay they're both tunnels a bigger tunnel so that (laughs) he can squirt out his jizz really the pleasure for female sounding 
is uh, mostly for the top because the, it's not the same sensation or the same function as a the urethra on a penis. I love uh, looking out and seeing what uh, the concerns that people have. And, and really, it's a lot more than you'd think. I mean, that's kind of the, the purpose of this podcast is to hammer home the idea that kink is everywhere. And like more people are into it than you think. More things qualify as kink than you probably think. Mm. So you know. next time you're tickling someone... You're being kinky. Just remember that. (laughs) I mean, I don't want to make things weird. Like, if you're tickling your kids, that's not what we're talking about. But, like, if you're tickling your partner. If you're tickling your kids. I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. But, um, but yes, if you're tickling your partner and you just keep tickling them, guess what? You're being a kinkster. Congratulations. Leather and Love is brought to you by Incredible Girl the Series. And Pominock Entertainment. We are your hostesses with the mostesses. I'm Miss Teresa. And I'm Miss Aurora. Shoot us an email with your thoughts and ideas about the show at IncredibleGirlSeries at gmail.com. Find us on at IG underscore series and at our website, IGseries.com. You can also visit Pominock Entertainment at pominockentertainment.com or find us on all socials at Team Pominock. That's P-O-M-O-N-O-K. See you next week on Leather and Love, a podcast for everyday kinksters. <laughs> <laughs>